Welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I'm Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they, and I'm here with my best friend, Crash. Hello, Crash. Oh, hello! I'm Crash, my pronouns are they and she. How's it, how's it going? I'm I'm having a good day! Uh, I, <laughs> I wasn't having a good week, but uh, it is improving, and I am determined to have a much better week this week, I have decided. Hmm. Sometimes you just have to take matters into your own hands and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to make things improve, for me at least. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm on like my third Mountain Dew Zero Spark of the week. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, part of why I'm feeling good is uh, I have acquired a medication and I had a rock star today. So um, I am very on and up right now. The thing, okay, so the thing about Martin, Mountain Dew Spark, mm-hmm. Martin Dew. Martin Dew, my favorite uh, Scooby-Doo cousin. <laughs> right next to Melvin Dew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I th- the thing about Mountain Dew Spark is that, like, it's okay, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I would say it's about as good as a Mountain Dew. Okay. It's just different. Um, it's no Baja Blast, it's no Mountain Dew, like, Orange Kickstarter or whatever. Right. No luck finding for the past three months, Oof, and rough. I'm so mad about it. Where's my orange Mountain Dew at? Where's like my my non Fanta orange sodas at? Come on, right? You gotta work with me here. But it's like it's all right, and like because it's a seasonal flavor, I have like a predisposition to hating them because so many of them have been bad. Uh, nothing like a soda drink that coats your mouth in powder. God. I can't believe that that's how it works. Like, it doesn't make any sense. That's not how drink work. But it did. <laughs> but this is just like, yeah, it's like kind of a raspberry lemonade, kind of a Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. It's exactly average. Yeah. Hey, I have forever stamps on my desk. Huh. Like a whole... 17 of them what what am i doing with my life jesus christ (laughs) i'm folding my arms so i can't fuss with my desk anymore i before recording i did an hour of cleaning and i just have this like i i want to clean stuff urge but i'm making myself sit down and podcast right now so i appreciate that you're doing that's extremely where i'm at but i i don't know like i keep I don't really go down the soda aisle at the grocery store that I tend to shop at because I don't either. I don't like their soda selection a lot of the time or they're so marked up that I'm like, I could go to my local Kroger chain and get this Which for you shouldn't like do. a whole like 50 cents cheaper, but also boycott Kroger chains because their yeah. CEO is making like a zillion dollars and paying their you know employees shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I check the soda aisle just to see if they have the orange Mountain Dew that I crave. And usually they don't. Mm-hmm. But I just caught this out of the corner of my eye at the uh, the, the self-checkout area. Mm-hmm. So, that's where you would find it. If you find it at any grocery store, it's probably at the front. Gotcha. I have not seen this in can, I've only seen it in bottle. Okay. Anyways, it's podcast time. It is. We are here to come up with a removed from IP. Celebrity names, game title, detective game. <laughs> yep. I'm going to go ahead and start ourselves a timer. Not 15 minutes. Nope. That's wrong. 45 minutes. Go. 
because I, I just immediately started it. <laughs> Somehow I had to enter it. <laughs> I'm okay. So do we want to come up with the shtick for the detective game, or do we want to think of a celebrity first? I think the celebrity will help inform the kind of detective game. Okay. Um, so I guess even even before we determine the celebrity, I'm kind of thinking how are the celebrity like how is the celebrity involved? Are they the main character? Are they kind of themed around the or the is the world like informed by their celebrity status? So what I was thinking was uh-huh. and um this is a little weird. Okay. What if the celebrity is just a voice inside the main character's head speaking to you the player? <laughs> <laughs> They're the um the the narrator. Like narrator but they're also like giving commentary in a way they're just like huh that guy's acting weird i think you should do this or like um in a situation like this it would be prudent to do these kinds of things mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that kind of like like if you were doing a tutorial and okay spider-man 2 the video game uh-huh uh the game's tutorial starts with just um God, what the fuck is his name? Toby Maguire. No. <laughs> uh, Ash, Ash versus the Army of Darkness guy. Oh, Bruce uh, Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. It just starts. The, the tutorial is just Bruce Campbell talking to you, t- commenting on your performance in the game. Okay. And what if it's just the celebrities doing that for the whole game, <laughs> but also like giving you like like yeah, that's how you. This is how you do the things and interact with the environment. Here's the basics of being a detective. Ah, uh, okay. I I'm on board with this. I I like that a lot. Um, see, my brain's a little poisoned right now because uh, uh, a friend and I watched that like Adult Swim Mike Tyson TV show recently. Ah. Uh. And Mike Tyson Mysteries, a show that I've never seen, but I have heard of. And also, um, whenever I think the the most archetypal like version of this like game style is definitely like Shaq Fu, you know. So now mm. I'm just thinking like basketball players or like athletes. <laughs> but also, I don't know enough about sports to be like this is a current name in this field of sports and we should bring them in Hmm. um so i asked charlie about this before charlie left okay okay because we had had the prompt by then Mm -hmm. um and literally the only celebrity charlie was capable of thinking of at the time was tom hiddleston (laughs) so i I did consider that okay counterpoint Uh uh-huh counterpoint yeah. What if it's Danny Trejo? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just I, I'm kind of thinking of celebrities and actor. Well, I guess I'm thinking of actors specifically, um, who not only are iconic, you know, for the roles they've played, and like you know, obviously, a lot of being an actor and a celebrity is your appearance, but also the voice. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I heard Danny Trejo's voice, I would recognize him in an instant, especially in a video game, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm just, like, trying to think of, like, detect. I mean, I guess it depends on the kind of detective game, right? Mm-hmm. Gotta, um, what is, like, the vibes of Danny Trejo, but as a detective game? Because, like, I, I know he's done a lot of action movies. 
But yeah, um, Machete kills mm. Machete. But also, he's like the the cool uncle in Spy Kids. Uh huh. He's the uh, the weird dad in CW's The Flash. So like, he, I think of he the dad of a character whose name is a racial slur. <laughs> So, like, I, I feel like he walks that line of being, like, a total badass, but also just a cool dude really well. And just, like, a nice guy. Yeah, and, you know, there's that, uh, I saw that post going around today that w- went around a while back from, like, I think, like, uh, his autobiography or something. Mm-hmm. Where he was talking about how, uh, Kermit the Frog comforted him when his mother died. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Which is not something to laugh about. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a strange series of words to say out loud. Yes, yes. I had another thought in the middle of that, that train of thought, and now it's gone. Shit. Um, okay, my thought also uh-huh. is, um, other people who I think have distinctive voices, mm-hmm. um, are people like David, Det- David Tennant has like a very specific voice yes like when he gets to talk in his like actual accent and not like a, a fake british one right right because he's scottish irish i want to say scottish Let me um, double check that yeah yes mm-hmm. often considered one of scotland's greatest actors and he was in that um that netflix detective show that i only watched like half an episode of mm-hmm now i'm just thinking of bbc actors like the rolodex of like 20 actors that bbc productions you always use <laughs> john cena's <laughs> famous bbc actor john cena <laughs> Dwayne the rock johnson in detective series okay but like wrestlers who aren't uh John Cena and The Rock, who have done acting or could do acting. Well, they do acting for TV, but uh, mm-hmm. like voice acting, I guess. Look, I, I'm not. I'm not just saying this because I think he's kind of a handsome dude. But <laughs> what about Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> hmm. I have a pulled. Uh, I have pulled up a list of uh, films and television and streaming things. Produced by WWE Studios and the the wrestlers featured, mm. such as the Scorpion King. God, the Scorpion King! The entire Marine franchise. <laughs> Let's see what do we got in here? That's interesting. What's the most recent one of these? What the fuck is this? The fuck is you? Ah, okay. It's um, a film came out last year on Paramount Plus. Okay. About wrestling giant monsters. Ooh, featuring good. Featuring the voice acting talents of Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns. Okay. I don't know what Roman Reigns sounds like, but I do know I am extremely acquainted with how he looks like. Big fan of Roman Reigns, personally. I, I am I am a fan of his face and body. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's uh, unfairly disliked in wrestling mm. part of it is because he's getting like he's like over pushed for the way the the crowd reacts to him and it's weird yeah but i've enjoyed every roman reigns match i've watched let's see who are some other people whose voices i think are interesting to listen to gilbert godfrey 
No. <laughs> no thanks. Oh, oh, I know who I was thinking of because I this was a I wish this person wasn't uh, no longer with us because I do love their voice. If we made it a spooky detective game, then the celebrity involved could have been uh, Vincent Price. Mm. I adore Vincent Price and his his voice, but I don't want to reanimate the dead in this kind of. I mean, Warner Brothers has like a pretty solid like new uh, c- person they have to revoice Vincent Price characters. Okay, yeah, because like, because Scooby Doo, right? Yeah, because of Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, what I can say about his recreation of Vincent Price's voice is that it's a very accurate impersonation of only certain types of Vincent Price performances. Mm, okay, yeah. Um, by which I mean, like, Vincent Price sound, kind of just sounds like Vincent Price in the show itself of uh, The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. But in the intro, he's got like a slightly higher pitched kind of like sing-songy voice going on. Yeah, yeah. And that's the voice that that person impersonates. Oh, okay. Or impressionates, or however you want to refer to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I know Vincent Price... I think towards the middle of his career, middle, middle late, he kind of got pigeonholed into being like the spooky man, but he really did a lot of like other kinds of acting that wasn't just that. Googling celebrities with notable voices. Uh, Sir Ian McKellen. Tom Hiddleston is on like this list that showed up in the little blurb at the top of the search result. <laughs> Well, that's just because Google has your microphone bugged and is listening to well, this conversation. I am not using Google. <laughs> oh, right, 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 because you're doing Bing points. Yeah, I'm going to get this $5 Dunkin' Donuts gift card and then cash out of Bing, because <laughs> it was fine to begin with, but now I'm like really noticing. I was like, hey, some of this is just not what I need. <laughs> All right, IMDb list created by someone random in 2014 of most recognizable voices in Hollywood. Number one, James Earl Jones. I'm nodding my head. Mm-hmm. No, I, I actually was too. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, Liam Neeson. No thanks. Donald Sutherland. I don't really remember what he was in. Is that the guy from 24? No, I think that's Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, another Sutherland. His son. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got good old Hollywood nepotism. Uh Hugo Weaving. Oh, I love Hugo Weaving's voice. But also he did yellow face and cloud Alice. I don't I don't know if I want I want him around for this project. Let's just scroll down a bit here. Will Smith. Yeah, actually. Will Smith could do it. Will Smith do it. What if this is Will Smith's like Will Smith's <laughs> detective game? Dame Maggie Smith. <laughs> I feel like Dame Maggie Smith has a would be a very similar energy pick to uh like Surya McKellen or um Patrick Stewart. It has, like, very, I'm reading a book about what's happening vibes, which, you know what, also could be a fun way to take it. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Because we were talking the last time at the end of the episode about whether or not removed from IP would allow for public domain property. Mm. And 
like imagine a like like a reinterpretation of some of those public domain Sherlock Holmes stories, mm-hmm. but with like a narration being provided by Dame Maggie Smith. <laughs> okay, that would whip actually, because it could be from the perspective of like Irene Adler mm. instead of like sure like your. Maybe it's a it's a game between Sherlock Holmes and Irene Adler where she's trying to like foil Sherlock Holmes and like beat him at his own game. I don't I don't honestly remember what Irene Adler's like real deal is other than Sherlock Holmes is the BBC show where she was a lesbian and then she was magically straight for fucking Benedict Cumberbatch. What's the what's the how- is she in the public domain of one of the I mean yes she is because it's eighteen ninety one. Mm-hmm. What is Sherlock Holmes's caretaker? The Tom Watson? No 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 the the like the old lady who's like in all of the stories. Um, Irene Adler is one of the most notable female characters in Sherlock Holmes, despite appearing in only one story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's well, supposed to be a, a Sherlock Holmes romantic interest. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, no. That's in derivative work she's used for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the actual original story, she uh, Holmes just exhibits a platonic admiration for her wit and cunning. So maybe it's just like Irene Adler is just doing the Sherlock thing, but somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, the character I'm thinking of is Mrs. Hudson. Who is, uh, like, the, yeah, she's the landlady for, uh, 221 Baker Street, and is, like, in other adaptations, like, the, like, caretaker and more or less nanny of Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) Uh, she has the occupation of opera singer. And, and maybe it's like a, oh, okay. It's it's a memoir of Irene Adler's, so that's kind of why this is Dame Maggie Smith's voice. Obviously, I feel like is uh, like this is like older Irene mm, Adler going back on her life. Yeah, yeah, like uh, I, you know, to be realistic, uh, Dame Maggie Smith's voice is you know it sounds older at this point. You know, that's yeah, kind of what happens when I you recall, age. As I recall, I was in mm. this building on this day at this time, and so then that, it fades into... Yeah, the scene of you doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like this. Dame Maggie Smith presents the memoir of Irene Adler. Yeah. And you know, you just... Here's a list of... Um, you know, she only appears in A Scandal in Bohemia. Mm. Her name is briefly mentioned in A Case of Identity, The Adventure of the Blue Carbuncle, and His Last Bow. Or Last Bow, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like, honestly, the idea of that being like, we're gonna like reformat these to be Irene Adler solving these mysteries, and as you get four mysteries to to do, mm-hmm. so, yeah, 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 I like that a lot. Okay, so let's think of gameplay. So now we've we we know what we're doing as far as like the framing device for this. Mm-hmm. So, so what is like? How does this play as a? I think it's a first-person adventure game. Okay, kind of deal. Okay, I definitely think it needs to be first-person at the very least. Hmm. 
Um, should it be like adventure or should it be puzzly? I think it should, should it be, be like a Nancy Drew game. Yeah, you know, I think those it are sh- more puzzly. Yeah, I think it should be kind of like those older PC like puzzle adventure games where like it's very much you pick up the the golden falcon statue to put in this one dais, you know, three buildings away and you have to like remember And now you have to rearrange the the three different golden eagles that you have here so that way one is pointing this way and this one is pointing this way and where they are all looking crosses over this one location on the mm-hmm. map and that reveals where you need to go next yeah and like some some real national <laughs> treasure shit yeah yeah genuinely and like there's also you know day night cycles so you know certain characters are only in certain locations at certain times i wouldn't say it's super granular like by the hour but like during the day x characters here versus during the night they're not interactable but you also have like your home base that you can go to to intentionally advance time if you're like i've done everything i could do for the day let's go back to my hotel room and now it's nighttime and i could do nighttime specific tasks Hey, uh, here's a, here's a quick thing to say though. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The original Irene Adler was born in New Jersey. Ooh, I love that. Can Dave Mackie Smith do a New Jersey accent? No, we'll just do some like hand wavy shit about. Uh, she ended up like re- doing her retirement in England or something like that. Well, the thing is, like, um, I think in order for like the accent to like stick itself like long thing i was reading about this because i was uh-huh. curious about it for a different oc of mine mm-hmm. yeah um and i think it's like by age 11 or 12 your accent's kind of cemented mm-hmm. um so i don't know i mean it could be that you know she was born there but then left at a young age or whatever i don't know yeah yeah it's also a public domain and we can do whatever the fuck we want we literally yeah we can do whatever we're already making her solve the mysteries. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, I like this. I like this a lot. So I think Sherlock Holmes should f- show up at some point. And I, I think... So, like, how do we want to depict Holmes? Like, um, or do we? Or do you think we should even depict him, period? What are your thoughts on this? Um... What if it's like one of the, okay? What if it's like a Hildebrand style rivalry where she's just like, man, that fucking idiot. <laughs> I hate that man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being destroyed by by the uh, the revelation that Sherlock Holmes is actually just fucking Hildebrand. Yeah, and John Watson's the the assistant. Oh God, Na- Nashu. <laughs> God. Just buff himbo, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. Alternative idea. Mm-hmm. What if Irene Adler has her own Watson, and that is who Dame Maggie Smith is playing? <gasps> yes! So she's, like, setting the scene and describing the characters and stuff, but you're not playing as her, you're playing as Irene Adler. Oh, who- and that is Mrs. Hudson. Sherlock Holmes' landlord. Yeah, we just reboot <laughs> Mrs. Hudson into being John Watson again, but different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's good. Mm-hmm. Big fan of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God, fucking with public domain characters is really fun. We should, if we haven't already, Winnie the Pooh needs to be on our lightning round list. I need to decide what I'm going to do with that idea that I had. Okay. 
I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I don't know the best way to, like, make it a thing. Mm. But, like, I can't get the idea out of my head. It'll never leave. What else, uh, what else does this, what else does this need? Does this, uh, does this need anything else? I think we should uh, state that, like, Adler is kind of, like, more morally, I say morally gray, by which I mean she's willing to give people a pass on certain things. Yeah. Whereas Holmes it works with the cops all the time. Yeah, Holmes is a cop. Like, well, not, yeah. not, like, officially, but, like, that is his stance on things. That is, in literally every, every Sherlock Holmes story, is either he works for the cops or he works in place of a cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Whereas the one story where Adler shows up, she's quote unquote a villain who outsmarts Holmes and gets away with it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, she's definitely a lot more like for the people than Holmes. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, you stole the thing to, to you know, you stole a bunch of stuff from this place in order to pay for food or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I do need like this one piece back that's like actually family sentimental value for the person, but I'll just say it's the only one I could find. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like I just need the gem, the gem eyes out of this golden idol to solve a puzzle. You can have the rest of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is good. Twenty twenty two is already turning up, turning out to be the year of of us making sapphic content. yeah yeah so like is this just like maggie dames or dame maggie smith's the adventures of irene adler do we just do like the adventures of sherlock holmes thing with it or do we just like uh god okay I don't want to go with this name, but I did think of it just now, and I think it's very funny. Mm. It would be, like, the name of, like, the headline of someone's review on, like, Waypoint or something. Mm. So you know how there's that uh, Sherlock Holmes story called The Hound of Baskervilles? Mm. (laughs) What if it's just, you know, The Beach of Baskerville? I genuinely think the title is Dame Maggie Smith Presents The Adventures of Irene Adler and Mrs. Hudson or something like that. Mm-hmm. But God, that's really good. Like I said, it's extremely, this is the headline of someone's review. Mm, yeah, yeah. Or like the subhead or something. It's the um uh, Hardline, or is, what is it, Hardwire? What's the, the parody game website? Yeah, it's Hard Drive. Hard Drive, there we go. Was, I knew it was hard something. Okay. Dame Maggie. She was in that um, Netflix Christmas movie. Oh, I was watched. she? Yeah, she was the narrator of that. I adore she, her. She shows up, she tells some kids a bedtime story about uh, the origins of Santa Claus. And it turns out, at the uh, spoilers for A Boy Called Christmas. One, the boy is the boy called Christmas becomes Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. He is the original Santa's Claus. The other thing is that it's revealed at the end that Dame Maggie Smith was actually a fairy the whole time. <laughs> She's a truth pixie. Mm, okay. She's a fucking truth pixie. Like, okay. The thing about the character that shows up earlier is that like she literally can't tell lies. Alright then. 
And so when someone asks, like, oh, is the story, she's like, I, I can't lie. And then, like, she, like, adjusts her hair to put or pull her hat down on the way out, and you just see, like, a big CGI ear. Oh, my God. Also, I, I, I just want to take a moment to appreciate the uh, the mental journey that is, hey, what about Danny Trejo, too? Dan, Dame Maggie Smith. <laughs> At the very least, this would make a very good short series. Yeah. What was that that streaming platform that flopped that was like had the Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's all you had to say, the streaming platform that's that flopped. <laughs> <laughs> it had that reality show where they filled a house full of uh Jack Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> Coming this fall to Quibi. <laughs> I cannot wait for the new Kirby game! Is it gonna have online multiplayer, do you think? I am inclined to say no, but I also- It's funny, for as excited as I am about it, I genuinely haven't done much reading about it, and I'm kind of trying to keep it that way. Like, not like, ooh, I'm trying to be spoiler-free about it. I'm just like, if it comes across my timeline, then I'm like, oh, yay, Kirby update, but I'm not, like, seeking it out. Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Kirby and the birthday present to Crash. That's true. Join Kirby on an unforgettable journey. Take a trip to Waddle D Town. I would love to. Also, Kirby fishing confirmed, which I think is very important. It does seem like it is local multiplayer mm. only. So I may not be playing this game. That's understandable. Like I'm, if I'm going to play this game, I'm going to be playing it with you as Bandana Waddle Dee. Mm. That is the only way I'm playing this game. That is 100% fair. I am, uh... Okay. Dame Maggie Smith presents The Adventures of Irene Adler, which I spelled wrong. Iron. <laughs> Iron. <laughs> Iron Adler. Uh, a removed from IP celebrity's name game title. Detective game. Dame Maggie Smith narrates the events of a first-person adventure puzzle game from the perspective of Miss Hudson, assistant to the problem-solving Irene Adler. The player controls Irene Adler as she takes on retellings of some classic Sherlock Holmes mysteries and solves several Nancy Drew game-esque puzzles along the way. Love that. Awesome. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Feeling out the vibe that we're going, we've, we've got going into this season. Alright, um... I guess it's time for plugs, unless there's anything you want to talk about. I'm I'm good. Alright. In that case, you can find the show on Twitter at RNGGCast, or you can send us emails to RNGGPodcast at gmail.com. Crash. I'm online at Daphne Oliver XIV. You can find me there uh, retweeting pictures of people's Highlander Warriors of Light. It's fine. It's perfectly normal. <laughs> That's pretty much where I am in a in a public space on Twitter at this point in time, but it is a pretty good time. Cassidy, where are you online? Uh, well, I'm right now. I'm online on this IMDb list of recognizable voices again, and I scrolled down a bit further to see mm -hmm. some other people we missed out on. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we did miss number thirty-two on this list here, uh, Al Pacino, where we could have called the game Detective Chino. <laughs> Detective Chino. What's my name? Detectachino. <laughs> it's a whole new game. Detectachino. 
<laughs> That's the um, sequel to a previous title. <laughs> Al Pacino has John Watson on the other side of this coin. <laughs> With the uh, the guy who voices Kronk as Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah. It's all coming together. <laughs> <laughs> I I am while I'm cleaning the rest of my house today going to be thinking about Sherlock Holmes Hildebrand. You've you've put this brain worm in my head. See now I want to be thinking about Patrick Warburton Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Which is the same thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. the same thing. Yes. <laughs> Uh, anyways, you can also find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. You can find my website, which has all the podcasts that I do and that I've guested on at madlobotanist.neocities.org, which is the same as my Twitter handle, .neocities.org. Phew. Time to roll some numbers. Bonus challenge plus reroll. Let's see here. Add a topic. Okay. Okay. So we, that's, that's a fun objective to have. All right. Life. So we write down life, and then we re-roll the d6. Got another bonus challenge, plus re-roll. Mm, good. Episodic. Okay. So far, this is reasonable. And then genre. I feel like we've done enough adventure games. I'm re-rolling this one. Yeah, we. well, also Serenity Bluffs was adventure. Yeah. Um, Okay. This is an episodic life action RPG. Ooh, I, I think I, I think I already have something for this. Oh, let me let me. You should write that down. Yes, literally. Now, see, now I'm thinking about Detective Chino as like a late or early two thousands board game that gets advertised like Puppy Racers. Yeah, yeah, like you're watching fucking Adult Swim. And Detective Chino, the average Detective Chino comes on again. It is just the Adult Swim equivalent to Puppy Racers. Mm-hmm. Shoutouts to Puppy Racers. A game about just mashing a button really fast. <laughs> Alright, um, so yeah, we should end the show now. I had a great time here today. Me too! But unfortunately, it is over. But, not for long, so we'll be back next time. Mm-hmm. But until then, good luck. And have fun.